Hustle Man's in the building, man. Hustle TV is in the building. And we got the superstar, man. Yup, Mike. What's happening, pimp? What up, what up, Hustle, mate? Thanks for having me on the motherfucker Hustle TV. DJ Hustle is way, way overdue, man. You know what I mean? We've been rocking and rolling for many moons, man. So it's an honor to finally be on your podcast, bro. Man, it's it's a blessing to have you on, man. Um, how's COVID been treating you, man? Ah, oh, man, hey, I'm staying away from that motherfucker. I'm doing the Matrix, man. We dodging all of them. Yeah, I mean, keep that mask on. <laughs> yeah, we dodging all the symptoms, man. Period, man. Knock on wood, man. So yeah, we not trying to keep wood, it, bro. That's yeah, we trying to keep it safe. Stay masked up. Stay sanitized up. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. I, I literally change clothes when I come in the house. Like, I when I go outside, I, yeah. the shit I was wearing, I take all that shit out before I in the garage. Right, <laughs> and then I come in my house. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, we very, very cautious around here. But beyond that, man, um, the industry been fucked up. We ain't been able to do shows and shit. I ain't oh, did a show in about about a couple months because we've been we've been at, we've been booked last okay. year. We was booked because of the uh, the medical medical cannabis community. You know, the shops stay open. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. They they essential. So we they, performing they keep, that. Can you pull up in there? They keep everybody masked up for you and everything. Everybody like masked up is outside. So they you know they have events outside in the parking lot. Okay. Behind a building or whatever, set up the DJ booth, everybody outside, social distancing. Yeah. So we're doing shows like that. This is straight marijuana tours. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Dispensaries. You know what I mean? Period. So, yeah, we did a few shows and shit, but um, it, it I want that stuff, it to be open back up. Yeah, I got yeah. a taste of that. I got a taste of that going to Oklahoma, man. That mm. shit was open. Like, yeah. those strip clubs and everything. We had the goddamn drone flying in the strip club. We eating chicken wings and shit, booties clapping and shit. The wow. city, man, we did the nightclub. The city is wide the fuck open. Wow. And it's like, I come back to Cali, I'm on lockdown. We locked up. So I yeah. can't wait to take a vacation and get the fuck up out of here until we open up a little bit more. <laughs> you feel me? Because everywhere else, Miami, nigga, Atlanta, nigga, Houston, they partying, they open. I don't, you know? I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I get it while they're open because they want to make money. I get it why they, they don't follow the protocols because they want to make money. But I think health, I, like, I, I believe that health is very important to all of us and we, we should be taking this stuff more serious. Um, but let me get off of that, man. Um, yeah, my damn, I'm gonna hit it on this one, man. We ain't never locked it down because of AIDS. We ain't never locked it down because of swine flu, the bird flu, any other flu that came through this motherfucker. We ain't never could go to work and not go to school. Mm. So this is different. Right. It's different, you know what I mean? So the Republican states, you know what I mean, are open. Yeah. And the Democratic states are closed. That's, right. that's you know what I mean? So the Republicans is about their money. They yeah. about, they, they running it up. Period. Yeah, they want all, you know, they want so, all, all the chips. That's right. The so the, that, the that's chips. the difference. We in a, we in a Democratic state and yeah. they closing shit down, period. So the Republican states open. So I'm definitely going to Miami. <laughs> for spring break, April, nigga, I'm in Miami like a motherfucker for real. <laughs> hey, speaking of chips, bro, um, when you first got into the game, what what made you want to get into the game, the rap game? You know, you you in the Bay Area, you're doing your thing out there in the streets. What what gave you the inclination that you could be the superstar rapper that you are today? Um, I was really fucking with it, like in junior high school. Me and Umsco, we met in junior high school in the eighth grade. Okay. He had a, a crew, a rap group called Brothers with Potential, BWP. I was the artist, you know what I mean, cartoonist. So I draw their logos and shit and whatever. And that became a start of friendship that, you know, I eventually start rapping with them. Right, um, right. Long story short, move on. You know what I mean? We go to high school, everybody split up. It's just me and them still fucking with each other still. Right. So um, I'm in and out of jail 
Mm. And her nun moves to fucking Vegas. Mm. I go to jail for a year. I do a, a year in juvenile uh, camp, in Los Arrows camp. Okay. And um, during that year, that was like a motherfucking rap compound. Like mm. literally, like everybody in that motherfucker was rapping. It was like a, a Thunderdome. Literally, you had niggas from, from the Get Low Players. That's JT, uh, the bigger figure record label. Get Low Players. Yeah, nigga, Demo, he was locked up in there. You had niggas from, um, you had uh, uh, Phony up in there. You had, uh, who else was up in there? A few other rap niggas that made it big was up in there. But we was all in that motherfucker together. Motherfuckers was rapping all day and every day, beating on their lockers and shit and busting. And I was just, you know, playing a the modest role. Like, oh, these niggas think they can rap. I really can rap. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to be tricky with the words and the metaphors and shit. Because mm-hmm. when I first was rapping, you know, it was the braggadocious days. The Big Daddy Kane, the, you know what I mean? The, the LL Cool J. So, yeah. you know what I mean? They had tricky rhymes and metaphors. You know what I mean? Cool G rap. So I, I rap like that. These niggas rapping ABC. Like, real oh. simple. Okay. So I'm like, oh shit, let me let me pick up the paper and start doing something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um Demo had a song called uh, Cancer Stick. Wow. You know what I mean? It was a positive song about uh don't smoke cigarettes and shit. So they was taking this nigga from pot to pot, like on the rap tour throughout mm-hmm. juvenile hall. Like wow. literally like shipping this nigga from like like he was a, a speaker, but he's right. locked up with us. <laughs> but they had this motherfucker going from pot to pot, jail. Juvenile to juvenile singing this cancer sick song about not smoking cigarettes. Mm. That motherfucker. Then you had niggas like Ascari X. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Water the state. He came from juvenile hall. You had niggas. We heard about Sebo. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of niggas in jail getting signed out of jail. You know, right. it, was a, it was a juvenile. Like niggas was getting signed straight out of juvenile. That was around that time. So I'm like, okay, niggas getting signed out of juvenile. Let me write. Let me write. So I wrote the Ice Cream Man. Mm. The first song I ever wrote was the Ice Cream Man. Mm. And that ended up being the song that got me and Numb signed, you know what I mean, years yeah. later. But uh, yeah, the first song I wrote was the Ice Cream Man. And then I continued to keep writing. I drew the, uh, the logo. I came up with the name Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Drew the Condom Man logo. I'm a cartoonist, you know. Drew the Condom Man logo. Right. And then got out of jail with the whole blueprint, even Numb Skull name. Like, I'm Yuck Mouth, you're Numb Skull. We're the right. Looney Tunes. This is the logo. This is the songs I have. I need you to write a verse. This, that, so you and You've been there visionary already. You had, the I had time already. to think. I had fucking time to think. I had a year. I did my GED, so I didn't have nothing to do but plot after that. You know what I mean? So I was plotting in jail. I had hella months left, so I was just plotting. You know what I mean? Rapping like a motherfucker, coming up with a scheme. You know what I mean? They're really getting this rap game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got out and uh, we're still in the streets and shit, but the streets, you know what I mean? We turned a, a negative into a positive because yeah. the street life led us to get our deal. You know what I mean? We turned the record, I mean, a dope deal into a record deal. Mm-hmm. So we there buying some dope in a drought and we see CNH, he's at the at the dope man house. That's his homeboy. Wow. So we like, yeah, man, fuck buying this work. You know, it's me and them. We be pitching in on some work. We like, mm-hmm. fuck this work, we rap. You know what mm. I mean? You, you you fuck with Too Short, man. Introduce us to Too Short, Baby Jesus. They, right. they was calling the nigga Baby Jesus. Mm. So he's like, man, let me hear y'all rap. So none didn't have no raps written. I buzzed, I had raps written. So I say the Ice Cream Man. Right. That nigga said, man, show. You know what I mean? He cool, but I got my own record label, man. I got an artist named Drew Down. You know, we do all our shit at, at Dangerous Studios. I need y'all to come up there tomorrow, and I want to sign y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. We turned the dope deal into a fucking record deal. That's how we got in the game. Wow. So that song, you, that one song, I wrote in camp, Ice Cream Man, you know? Okay. You, 
you're you you got you're cool with that pen and you're an artist with that. So what made you who inspired you to be a great writer? What MC or what what rap group inspired you? Because you know, no one ever talks about you know, who inspires you, or they always say, "Yeah, you inspire me." But somebody had to inspire you to start that pen. Somebody had. Yeah, to. man. Yeah, man. Definitely give credit up to uh, Ice Cube. Credit up to uh, Cool G Rap. Hmm. Credit to Big Daddy Kane. Credit to Scarface. You wow. know what I mean? Uh, Ghetto Boys, N.W.A. Shit like that. That that, that gangster shit. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, you're, a, you're a hell of a writer, bro. I mean, you I give it up to KRS One. You know what I mean? Like niggas like that had me on my pen, man. Dope, just dope niggas that was dope with the pen. Period. You know, straight up. And um, uh, uh, short and hammer definitely because they they was the first ones to make it from our city. So right. yeah, like like people like that. You know what I mean? It influenced me, but mainly Ice Cube. Oh. You know what I mean? Ice Cube, man, the storytelling, man. I love how Ice Cube paint a picture. Scarface, yeah. I love how Scarface paint a picture. You know what I mean? So that's where I be getting my storytelling, you know what I mean, from. I do a lot of storytelling rap, you know yeah. what I mean? So I get that from Scarface and, and Ice Cube, you know what I mean? They was the, the dopest at, at, at painting a picture on wax. Well, you know what's what I mean? crazy so, is, I'll tell you like this, like your first few, your first, your first few uh, videos, I can see the storytelling in them. Because of right. listening to the videos, watching the videos, and I, I can see your stroke of that pen through the video. I mean, the, the right. of videos have changed recently, of course, but right. it, it just it showed me that that you were a visionary when you were writing those songs. So explain to me, um, what was it like when you started getting momentum to start doing your own record label? Um, basically, you know, we blew up with the five on it situation. We working on our second album. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm mainly in the studio by myself. You know what I mean? No, he partying, he doing his thing. Right. Hold on. Okay. Jay, come on, man. Get your ass in here, man. Goddamn dog, we going crazy. Anyway, so no partying, doing his thing. So I'm basically doing the album by myself. Literally just leaving this verse open. Okay. Like just putting this shit together. So at this time, we, we label mates will rap a lot. We all signed the version. So we all in the studio working together. They working on Scarface shit in one lab and they working on Looney's in, in a lab right next to it. Mm. You know, we going back and forth with the producers, Mike Dean and Tom Capone working on my shit then he work on Scarface shit. Right. So in between studio times, you'll have Jay Prince there. Right. So Jay Prince will come in the session, you know what I mean? While they mix the Scarface shit, they'll come in my room and he always just see me by myself putting the shit together and by the fourth or fifth time, he's like, God damn, bro, what, what, what the other nigga at? <laughs> he's like, I was like, man, yo, he, he out doing his thing. He's like, man, you doing this shit by yourself. Hold on, Jazz. Baby, I told you I'm doing an interview. So he's like, what the other nigga at, man? Like, you are you in this motherfucker doing it yourself. You know what I mean? You need a, a solo deal. You know what I mean? You need to come to rap a lot. Mm. And that's what I never thought about going solo, but he brought it to my attention. Like, nigga, you doing it by yourself any day, anyway. Why not? Why not? God damn, I am doing this shit by myself <laughs> and just leaving the open verse. Okay. And then he, he signed me from there. He signed me. You know what I mean? And that's how I got signed to rap a lot. Now, Jay seeing my independent grind, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After just, just me being proactive on making my album, the first album, Thugged Out the Abolition. Right. Um, by the time I was on the second album, um, everything proactive, everything in-house, in-house producers, everything in-house studio, all the shit. So he seen my um, 
like like my independence, like how I know how to run a record label, I know how to mix, master all the shit, put this turn in the album, everything. It's right. for me to have to do shit. You know what I mean, period. But just pay for the, you know, just pay for shit. But I'm knocking it down and giving it to him how it's supposed to be. So um, I do a um a, a DVD called United Ghettos of America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It had a soundtrack. So I told him like, yo, I want to do a DVD. You know, everybody doing these, you know, these compilation tapes. I want to mm-hmm. do a DVD and put right. a soundtrack to it. And he was like, yo, let's do it. And that's how I got my um my joint venture with Smoke A Lot Records, with Rap A Lot, Smoke A Lot, Rap A Lot. And it started with United Girls of America and then the Thug Lords, me and Sebo album. You know what I mean? That's also. So them two albums, how I got my deal as far as uh, the record label. That's dope as hell, man. I mean, so many people don't understand how dope you really are. And, you know, I had the, I had the pleasure of you pulling me into DJ for you a few times, and that was awesome. So tell me about how you, I, I'm skipping back a little bit because you, you had one of the biggest hits ever. When I'm saying I got five on, thank you. And, and thank you. you, you that hit was so it was so cold, and me being a DJ at the time playing it, and then seeing your, how you climbed up the ladder, and then you you were doing small rooms, then became big rooms. What was it feeling like when you first hit the stage, and it was a stadium? What was that first feeling for you? Uh, the first one, uh, I think it was. We went on tour with Biggie Smalls. Mm. You know what I mean? Rest in peace to Biggie. But we was on the BT Teen Summit tour with Biggie Smalls, Junior Mafia, Little Kim, Jodeci, Mary J. Blige, Faith Evans, um, uh, Goddamn, Naughty by Nature, mm-hmm. and uh, Adina Howard. Oof. And what will become later in life will become uh, Missy and Timberland. But they was in some type of group that was opening up. It was like four other people with them. And they was uh they was uh Devontae Swain group. Mm-hmm. So they was on tour with us too. So Missy and Timberland on tour with us, but they some fucking group. You know what I mean? A group before them. And they right. opening up before Dina Howard. So that was the biggest shit I've been on. You know what I mean? Period. Like five on it was popping for all of a month. Like it came, it, it dropped in June. Mm-hmm. The album dropped July the fourth. By the time the album dropped, we was on tour with Biggie. You know what I mean? Doing the 50 state tour. You know, right. we're doing arenas, man. Yeah, I mean, we doing the motherfucking arenas, you know. Now, I'm used to going there for a basketball game or some shit right. like that. Now, we are performing at these motherfuckers, and we backstage, and we in the basketball players, you know what I mean? Locker yeah. rooms and shit, smoking, rolling dice and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking, popping you too- <laughs> so, Yeah, man, so it, it was wild. But, the, yeah, the, the biggest days we've we been on was going on tour with Biggie and them, you know what I mean, straight up. Well, I was thinking to you know, Biggie loved the West Coast and he loved right. West Coast cats. How was Biggie? You know, everybody always talks about their memories, the memories of, of Biggie. What was your biggest memory of Biggie being on tour with him? Mm, I was a weed man, so <laughs> <laughs> he, he was buying all the weed from me, man. So that's how we became close. I was a weed man. I was selling him weed, faith weed, naughty by nature, all the niggas weed, man, period. I was a weed man. I still was fresh from the turf. I still had street mentality. Like, I'm, right. I'm gonna go on this tour and run it up. <laughs> you feel me? I wasn't thinking of, you know what I mean? I was still fresh in the streets, like fresh from the streets. By the middle of that tour, I wasn't selling weed no more. I was making so much money just from the shows. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck that, I ain't doing all that shit. I got home and wasn't selling nothing. Retired from everything I was doing, you know what I mean, right. period. So it was a good look, but, uh. Biggie, um, yeah, him buying weed from me, and that led to him. You know, I, I um, linked up with him three days before he passed. 
Mm. Before the incident out here in LA, he was looking for weed. So they called me up. I'm in LA, so I go to uh, the Four Seasons and uh, you know, drop off his weed and whatnot. So we smoking and chopping it up and shit. And um, they uh, premiered a uh, Crush On You video. That's a Little C's and Little Kim mm-hmm. when they had their first video together and shit. So C's all amped up and shit. Yeah, man, it's about to be on MTV. Yo, we about to premiere again. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Biggie pulled me to the side. We get to talking about Pac and, and his relationship with Faith and all types mm-hmm. of shit, man. So. That was the biggest moment I ever had with Biggie was three days before he passed in LA, you know, dropping him off some weed. We had deep conversations. We kicked it, burned it down, you know what I mean? And I really got to know Biggie on a whole different level, man. So that was the deepest deepest time I had with Biggie, you know, when he was out here at the Four Seasons in uh, Beverly Hills. That's what's up. I mean, hip hop has changed so much. I mean, from the early 80s to the 90s to 2000s, what keeps you motivated with music, man? Because it's 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 this music right game is, is up, it's down, it's in the middle. Sometimes it just goes all the way down. What keeps you motivated, man? Because you see, like a, you're like you kind of like me. I'm hyper all the time. Right, I right, right. miles to calm down. So what keeps right. you motivated? Everybody, this music period. I, I like what's going down. You know, what I mean, I don't like a lot of shit that's going down, and I think the shit that I don't like motivates me to do something, put something out there that I like. You know right. what I mean? Like, you'll hear so much shit, you're like, fuck it, I got to throw something out there mm. to give motherfuckers something that, that we missing. You know yeah. what I mean? So I always come to that conclusion, like, man, so much shit going that way, we need something going this way. So yeah. let me throw something out for the niggas who like shit going this way. Mm. You know what I mean? So I throw it out for them type of niggas and it always land. You know what I mean? It remind me of like when everybody was singing and 50 Cent came out. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> with that, that get rich or die trying. That's, that's the moments I try to have when, when shit is all like that, man. We're going to hit them with, with them boy, that street shit. <laughs> hey, man, move your ass, man. So that's what I be trying to do, man. Just come out the blue with some gangster shit on their ass. It's much needed at the time. You know what I mean? So that's how I do it. You can- and uh, motivation, motivation is, is, um, the, the, the dope niggas in hip hop. You got niggas like Drake, you got niggas like Kendrick, you got Jay-Z still dope and shit. You yeah. got niggas like J. Cole, you got niggas like, um, it's a new, it, it, there's so many dope ass dudes, man, period. They're just like, okay, nigga, you know what I mean? It, it gets you up, you know what I mean? It make you want to go work, you know what I mean? Period, make you want to do music, man. So shout out to the people that, you know, own their pen and the shit. Tech Nine, my brother, mm. he's an animal. Right. Motivation. His grind motivates me, you know what I mean? How much he put out albums, how much he stay on tour, you know what I mean? That motivates me too. So just other entrepreneurs, E-40, how, you know what I mean? Too short, how how longevity. Like right. these dudes is in their 50s, early 50s, and they yeah. still dropping heat, you know what I mean? That's outdoing the youngsters, you know what I, I mean? That'll, that'll put one of these youngsters to the test. So that's motivation too, like in Jay-Z, like niggas can still do it at an old age and mm-hmm. still get the respect. You know what I mean from the people, so that's motivation too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's dope, man. To me, it's like when I when I, when I look at you and your in your history and and, and your body of work, you're the ultimate hustler. When I, when I say this, because you 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 rap, you write, you produce. Now you're jumping into another lane, a few other lanes. You got the clothing, you got the radio show, you got you you don't you jumping into the weed game. So. What keeps you going with that? Like, let's talk about your radio show. You interviewed some of the biggest superstars on the planet. Uh, 
and I, I think it's a wide open lane for you, man. You got a, you got a hell of a co-host, two of them, you know, Kato, right. sexy lady. I forgot her name, but I can't think of her Simone name. Right Taylor. Now. Simone, Simone Taylor. Simone Taylor. Let's talk, let's talk about the radio show, man, because you you on there, you quarterbacking it. I mean, it's like you do when you're on a stage with your mic. And I've seen you a few right. times on stage. I put a camera in your face. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. Um, right. You, quarter, you quarterback, and it's like you are the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Got to, got to, man, got to, man. Talk about the radio um, show, man. <laughs> Actually, um, I put a, a crew together, man. I, I wanted, you know, always wanted to do the podcast thing. I had started off doing it with Cubs on Fly. We started off with Smoke Light Radio on. Um, that shit called, man. Um, blog Talk Radio. Okay. So we was on Blog Talk Radio first from 2010 to 2014. Mm. Then we went to Be Real TV. Because mm -hmm. of Fly stays in the Bay Area, so I had to get a new team. So I always knew Simone. You know what I mean? She was part of the regime. It was Lady Ice. So right. she used to rap with us and shit. So I always knew Simone. But Simone be on the gram going crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on fucking Twitter going crazy. So my wife actually suggested to bring Simone because we was like, we need a female. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? My wife was like, yo, get Simone. She's crazy. She raunchy. You know her. That's yeah. your little sister. So get her. And then uh, my homie knew Kato. My homie, um, my homie, um, 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 Michelob. Okay. Shout out Michelob, man. My homie Michelob, he knew Kato. So mm -hmm. I was going to get Michelob on there. He was like, nah, you got to have Kato. He hella funny. He's funny. nigga from the hood. He's funny. He's the next yeah. comedian, man. You got to meet him. So yeah. I met Kato at a show, man, and we just kicked it off. It was like I knew the nigga for years, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I actually met him back in the day. And he brought up all that. And we just knew a lot of people. We had a lot of people in common. So we just kicked off like we we always been homies and um, shit. He real gave us the opportunity, you know what I mean? So I brought them to the table along with you. He was our DJ. We had JRJ. You know what I mean? The motherfucking producer <laughs> coordinating the shit. You know what I mean? The moderator slash producer. And uh, yeah, man, we put a, put a hell of a showdown at Be Real TV, man. We beating their ass, man. Top interviews, man. Some shit. You know what I mean? So um, we 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 left Be Real TV, mm -hmm. and now we are uh, doing our thing at Digital Soulbox Network. You okay. know what I mean? So yeah, man, we'd have been to a few places, man. We'd have been a few locations. We was at CBS. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All types of shit, man. So. Yeah, we don't went. We don't went. Hey, we we working it. We working it, man. We working it. We got a new outlet that we signed a deal with um, next week, actually. So this shit about to finally pay off. Nice. And uh, man, shit, salute to the crew, man. Everybody that stayed down and stuck with it. Like this shit ain't easy, man. Like niggas think you get to start a podcast and be popping. <laughs> nah, man. That should take work, dedication. You got to put hours. You got to put time and content. Your content got to be nice. You know, we went from like shit. You should see like how we started with the camera game, like to how advanced our camera game is now. You know right. what I mean? Like it looked like we shoot everything on the Zoom. Right. You know what I mean, the first first couple episodes, but we got the shit together. About the tenth episode, we is full production. You know what I mean? Editing shit was dope as fuck. So yeah, you gotta learn this shit on the fly because it ain't no manual to do a podcast. You know, nobody no, learned the game like that. It's still fresh. So mm -hmm. yeah, we still learn this shit on the fly, grinding. You know, getting the sponsors and everything, you know, and line that shit up so we can continue to get the bag, you know? That's what's up. You see, now, whoa, whoa, what's that in your hand? What, what is that? What is that? You're shaking? It's a grinder. This is a grinder. I don't smoke, weed so grinder. I don't know. Yeah, you grind your weed up with this. <laughs> you touch it. No fingerprints, man. You know what I mean? You 40 <laughs> no fingerprints, man. So we grind the weed down, man. <laughs> you crazy, you feel man. Me? 
But yeah, Smoke a Lot Radio, man. Yeah, we, we done did some controversial shit this year, man. We did some shit with Gilly the Kid, man, when he mm. was going crazy on motherfuckers. That shit went viral. We did some shit with JT the Bigger Figure when he went hard on the whole fucking Bay Area. That went viral. Did some shit with 40. That went mm. viral because he responded to when him and Richie Rich was beefing. Mm. Richie Rich. Shit went viral because he was fun. Like we, we had a couple joints that went viral, man. So yeah, we trying to get it up, man. We're trying to stay out there, Yo. you know what I mean? Because the podcast about the viral moments, you know what I mean? That's what it is, you go man. viral, man. That, that bring the attention to your shit, man. Mm. Real. That's real. So talk talk to me about you jump into the clothing department, man. You got the radio show. You're you're a rap star. Um, so you that you you are an icon. You you're walking a breathing icon from the bay. So now you have the radio show, you got the clothing line. Talk about the clothing line now. Well, smoke a lot of clothing, you know what I mean? It's just a, a merch, a merch, basically merch of just all my shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So everybody rocking their own shit, rocking their own brand, you know what I mean? Like I've been like on that, no disrespect to the big brands, but I've been on that fucking, you know what I mean? Because I realized that as soon as I buy the shit and wear it, by next month, it's old because now the fall edition that came out or the winter edition that came out or the spring edition. Now you can't, you, you rock that shit one time, but you didn't spend thousands of dollars on this shit. Right. Now you can't do nothing with it. If you rock it, like, oh, look at him with the old shit on. So I've been hip to the game. Like, nigga, I'm not going to pay all them thousands of dollars just to rock shit one time. Mm-hmm. And can't rock it again without motherfuckers. Oh, that's old, nigga. You ain't got the new, uh, the new retro, the new one. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, man, fuck that shit. Wear my merch. Mm. I'm gonna be a walking billboard of the shit that I got going. And I know how to swag it up and put it together. So right. yeah, I just be in my own shit. You know what I mean? Period. Just, just rocking out, man. So got the ice cream man shit. I got all types of everything from quotables. You got I got five on it, all types of shit on there. The condom man, everything, the raider shit, I'm a raider. Every fucking thing that you could do with yuck and the loonies is up there, man. Mask, all types of shit. We got everything, okay. man. We even got the comic book. We just dropped the comic book with a soundtrack, The Legend of Yuck Mouth. Mm. You know, yeah, that up, man. Put, yeah, put it's that crazy, up. baby. We just dropped this bad boy, The Legend of Yuck Mouth, oh. comic book, man. Yeah, oh. man, that thing is, is Cityato, buddy. Yeah, baby, Cityato, man. Right. <laughs> is that on Amazon? Is that on your website? What is that on? It's on my website, smokealotrecords.com, where you can get the merch, too. So you get the comic book, the merch, all that shit up there. You know, now you, you got rap yeah, icon, got uh, radio show host, <laughs> uh, kind of author. Uh, what's okay, okay, you, you pretty much put everything in, in, in hip hop entertainment. Do you take pictures too? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, you know, nah, what I mean? man, um, like it, it's so many ways to diversify your portfolio in hip hop, you know right. what I mean? And we can't keep letting other people beat us to the punch, you know what I mean. Right. You know, you got to do the puppy and them, you know, build your shit up and sell it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Jay-Z and them, build build your merch line up. Shout out Burner. You know what I mean? Build the cookie brand up and dumping, you know what I mean? For half a billion, you know what I mean? Or 200 yeah. million or whatever it may be, but that's what you do. You know what I mean? And, and people like Burner and people like uh, Supreme, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think Louis Vuitton bought Supreme or somebody. Yeah, so... You know, people like that, you know what I mean? They, they build their shit just to sell it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be able to sell it for the mill. And then they become, they still get their percentage or got shares in the company or whatever. Right. But that's the whole purpose, to build it up, you know what I mean? To wear shit. You can go motherfucking public with it. The motherfuckers, yeah. you know, either get shares or they buy the motherfucker, you know? Mm-hmm. 
what's next so, for you, man? I mean, you you you're a Renaissance man. You know, you do everything. I mean, I feel it. I understand it. And I um, respect it. What's the, what's I'm about to write my book. I'm about to finally write my book. You know what I mean? Get that going. I found an easy way to do it. So I'm about to do the book finally. Um, you know, always music, man. Me and P Rock got an album that we working on called Crack Rock. We should be dropping that this summer. Okay. Me and C both Spice One working on the new Thug Lords uh album. What the shit was called? What the fuck it was called. Anyway, we're working on the new Thug Lords. Um uh, the comic book, the second issue about to come out. We're working on that. We're trying to get an animated series with that too. Wow. Um, got another Netflix. podcast. Huh? You can do Netflix. Something. Yeah. Something. Something. Got another podcast called Smoke Runs. We just did a uh, deal with uh, uh, weed, uh, the Weed Channel. You know what mm. I mean? The Weed, weed, uh, weed Channel. So that's a huge deal. Um, uh, shit, what else going, man? It's like I'm forgetting something, man. You know, I got my own strand, of course, Culado. Um, beating mm. their ass and won Hello Wars, High Times, uh, Kush Docs, all that. Shit. I mean, yeah, Kush Doc, all that. Shit. Can um, we see you in the movie or something, man? I mean, you you got the game locked up. Mm, you might see me in movies, man. You never know, man. I know Drew Down is, is about to be out here working on a new movie, and they supposed to be throwing me in a couple cameos. So we'll see what's up with that, you know. I can, I can see you doing something like that, like being we'll in, see what's up with that. You see, see, uh, uh, a detective show or something like that. I can see you on some movies. I can see you playing detective. Something, something out of your scope, but I know you can you, know, you can probably control it. They always had me the killer in movies, man. I was in this movie called 5K Work. <laughs> that was shot Detroit, man. I was a hitter. Every time I killed a motherfucker, I had that laugh like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like <laughs> that was my, that was my. <laughs> so you hear that laugh, and you know, nigga just got smoked. Like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it was on that motherfucker, murky motherfuckers and shit. But uh, the dude, uh, what's his name? Clifton Powell, he was in the motherfucking. Arnaz J was in it. Oh, right. Who else was in that motherfucker? Uh, it was a few other big celebrities. Uh, Melvin Jackson Jr. from The okay. Wire, he was on there. Okay. So we, it was a few big stars on there with me. Yep. Okay, okay. Okay, who, who do you see yourself working with, like, so many new artists right now? I mean, you know, is there some new cats out here? Who do you want oh, to choose? Or do you want to, do you, do you want to sign anybody? Ah uh, man, I'm done with that, man. I, I'd rather point them and be a mentor, point them in the right direction because that signing motherfuckers, it's like you become a motherfucker parent. Mm. You know, you gotta really take care of your artists. You become the management. You know, your mm. artists go to jail, you gotta bail them out. Your artists need to pay his rent, you gotta pay the rent. Artists can't afford to pay his car note, you gotta pay it. Artists stuck out of town, you need a flight, you gotta pay it. So that should become an overhead, a continuous overhead before you even receive one red nickel. Mm. You know what I mean? So. I been did that motherfucker. I been did that rodeo a thousand times and never came out on the winning end. So mm. I'd rather just point a motherfucker in the right direction. And money always split motherfuckers up. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that's the main thing. Like motherfucker think you don't deserve no money after you done put all this money into a motherfucker and right. it blow up. You know what I mean? Oh nigga, I did a no, it took money though. Yeah. And, oh nigga, I did, I should get this. Well, what what do the nigga get that invested in you? Right. They don't want to give you no money. They just think that you're supposed to do it. Because you a celebrity, oh, you got it the fuck off, I don't. You know what I mean? If I fuck mm -hmm. it off, I want my return. It's called an yeah. ROI. I want my maternal investment, period. So they 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 want free shit and they don't want to pay a nigga. So I can't run with that one, my nigga. But definitely I, I hook them up. I got plugs with all types of record labels and shit and distribution companies I could right. line them up with. But as far as me signing a nigga, 
I'm cool. <laughs> but working with him, working with him, I love to work with Mazi. Mm. Um, love to work with uh, with uh, fucking um, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I love to work with um, with uh, who else is hella dope? Any of them Griselda niggas, man. Mm. Anyone, choose one. Conway, goddamn West Side Gun, goddamn right. Benny the Butcher, Thirty Eight <laughs> Special. Any one of the motherfuckers, man, definitely, man. Them them niggas is dope to me. Um, I love to do some shit with um, I think it's way overdue. Like me and Royce the Five Nine. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Me and Royce the Five Nine would be dope on some street politics shit. Um I'm still got got that Jay-Z and Nas on my wish list. <laughs> hey, we can make it happen. Yeah, I still got that on my wish list, man. But shit. Um, Rowdy Rich. Mm. Love to do a song with Rowdy Rich. Oh my, he's he's fucking incredible, man. Rowdy Rich, um, goddamn uh, Lil Baby. Mm. Lil Baby is my temple, like with that gangster shit. Lil Baby. Yeah, man. They're them type of niggas that's with the shit. You know what I mean? With all the shits. Sauce Wacker, man. I, I fuck with him, man. He on some funny, having fun, gangster shit, man. He's funny mm-hmm. too. But yeah, I fuck, I fuck with the new, new the new breed of rappers. You know what I mean? They definitely entertaining. That's what's up right there. But this, this is my last question, man. Um, I've been around you. I've been friends with you, and I've seen that you're a serious businessman. I've seen that. So how how important is publishing and knowing your business in this in this crazy business that we're in? How important is that? Oh man, uh, shit. That's the most important. That's how you get paid. You know what I mean? Period. You know. So when you write your song, you got rest of your song. Once you register that song, that song registered forever. So even if you pass, that, that shit still accumulate money that you can pass to your kids and your family. So publishing is the main thing that you need to do. Like when we got signed, nigga, our manager said, man, get your publishing company. We didn't know what it was. We did one together. And shit, we ended up doing a publishing deal a year later for half a million. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that publishing is serious. Imagine if we didn't own the publishing. We couldn't have got that half a million. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, that, that's very important, my nigga, because uh, not only do you get paid from it, but if you got enough catalog, you could get a big publishing deal, big, you know, which, which is a fucking um, administration deal. It ain't like they own your publishing. They just, you know, they get a percentage until they recoup and then it becomes the administration. So, yeah, motherfucker want that advance. You know what I mean? It's just advance off your money that you're gonna make in the future off your publishing. But if you build enough catalog, you get a big ass check. Niggas getting million dollar publishing deals, man. Five million dollars, ten million. Kanye, I think Kanye did a ten or twenty million dollar publish deal, some mm-hmm. shit. Ten million, I think. So yeah, yeah, that publishing is serious and it's worth a lot of money if you got a lot of catalog, man. So yeah, that's the first thing you do as an artist, nigga. Make a publishing company and register your songs straight up. So, man. man, man, thank you for your time, bro. Um, thank you, bro. You, you always a one with me, man. You one thousand, right. I call it. You one thousand, one thousand easy. Yeah, Good man. shit, man. Good shit, man. Appreciate everything, man. Um, everybody that can reach me on the gram, man, at uh, Regime General R E G I M E. You also get the merch, the comic book, everything, nigga, from music to nigga with the latest show dates to the latest videos on SmokeLotRecords.com. Mm-hmm. Um, check for uh, episodes of uh, Smoke A Lot uh, Radio on YouTube, on uh, Yuck Mouth TV. And yeah, subscribe to your motherfucking guy, man. 
got a mean DJ Hustle, maybe on Hustle TV, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that out. Diesel. 